Hey, good morning from Sugar City Studios, beautiful Johnson Square, sunny Savannah, Georgia. Uh, Mark Hall with North Point of View with Dr. Walter Kimsey's. Good morning, Walter. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Great. Good. Hey, um, wanted to jump into the uh, electric vehicle conversation. Um, really cool article in the Wall Street Journal this morning where we march. 23rd. Um, interestingly, uh, the carbon footprint of the uh, Tesla compared to the Toyota uh, RAV4 uh, at the end of the assembly line, bigger carbon footprint uh, with the Tesla. Uh, I guess something about the mining, the lithium battery, that kind of stuff. But long term, huge benefit. Huge benefit. I know the technology is advancing rapidly. Uh, big picture, where are we, Walter? Well, we have just seen in the last two weeks a level three car put on the market was done by Honda. Only 100 cars, so it's not mass market yet. Uh, what we do have are the level ones and level two cars uh, that are out there sold in the mass market. And seeing the L3s, at least 100 of them being produced and sold is an indication that we're on the verge of seeing mass L3 cars being sold. And what's the difference between a L3? one or L3. Yeah, basically, Briefly. yeah, and, and, and L1 doesn't have very much uh, technology embedded in it. It's, it's, you know, actually they start with L0, which was uh, kind of like my car, which is pretty old. Yes, yeah, cruise me. control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and then as you, as you start to automate things, like for example, if you have, um, uh, you know, your cruise control, the car has radar so that if you're coming down the highway and you're getting too close to a car that's moving more slowly, it'll start to decelerate your car for you. Right. Uh, which I find personally aggravating because- yeah, got that, yeah. yeah. You know, you end up driving 60 miles an hour behind grandma. Yeah. So anyways, as you, as, you, uh, as you increase the technology in the car that allows you to um, increasingly pay less attention to the car, that's what gets you to the final stage L5, which is when the car can literally drive itself. So, for example, let's say in, in 10 years, I've got an L5 car. Is that, the, is that sort of the production model right now? Is that the forecast of Correct. L5 in 10 years? L5 in 10 years is okay. roughly what they think. You know? uh, it could happen sooner, uh, actually, but we'll come back to that in a second. But basically, say in 10 years, you could you know, order your groceries at, on Instacart and then tell your car to go fetch them. And you stay home and watch TV. I like that. So. That's the kind of world that this could go to, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but it's still, it's very interesting. We've got a big path to get there. I don't know right now that, that the country as a whole would be very comfortable with trucks and, and cars driving around all by themselves. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it, it does look like technologically we, could, we will be there in 10 years. Um, so a couple of points in this, though, Mark. Um, First one is it's it's one thing to do it to make something work once, and it's another to make it work in all circumstances. So would I be comfortable with the truck driving from Los Angeles to New York through Manhattan traffic during a riot while there is a lot of rain and snow? Maybe uh, not. No, I don't think so. Yeah. So so it's the, the phasing in of this may take longer than than ten years. Um, and then you know just secondarily who. Um, would I be comfortable driving in a, in a street where there's a bunch of cars without people sitting in the cars? I don't know. So the social acceptance of this is another story. But um, I do want to go back to your carbon footprint. 
comment. You know, it, that does make a lot of sense to me that uh, the Wall Street Journal did the analysis and found that the electric cars actually, at the end of the assembly line, have a bigger carbon footprint. Um, but there's another way to look at this. Um, um, the CEO of, uh, of uh, Mary Barra of, of General Motors, uh, a couple of years ago, she said that the uh, automated electrical vehicles, so AEVs as they call them, could easily go a million miles. And the current car's life cycle is a couple hundred thousand maybe. Yeah, and if you look at that graph, yeah. that comparison, yeah, it was sort of even at like 50,000 miles on the car. At 100, there was a breakaway at 200, significant uh, right uh, reduction in carbon mm -hmm. footprint. So yeah, you go to a million miles and the numbers, yeah, the, the percentages are just off the chart. Exactly. So an electric vehicle could replace, over its life, five car sales. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so that's one of the reasons why we saw in Lordstown, Ohio, uh, near Cleveland, uh, GM shut down the factory and, and sold it. I mean, they're, they're trying to get away from having too much footprint because down the road they won't need as many factories. Well, I, and I get that. I mean, I had an old school uh, Toyota Sequoia that went almost 300. So, uh, <laughs> you know, the old four or whatever. So yeah. I, I guess, yeah, I could see it. Well, I have a you know Toyota Corolla Matrix and it's 17 years old. It's got 120,000 miles on it. And I really would like to get a new car, but as an economist, it's really hard to justify it. I have to have a better reason. And you might be the outlier. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, Warren Buffett had his Volkswagen or whatever it was, Jetta, for what, 27 years? So I, there's I something got, there. I got 10 more years to go. Yeah, there's, some, there's something there. <laughs> hey, Walter. Um, Anything else to add to this? I mean, the, the social acceptance uh, sort of is an interesting piece. I can think maybe my counter to that, though, is that think about how much has changed over the last year mm -hmm. in terms of social acceptance based on what we were forced to do. Well, true. I mean, so let's let's kind of um, let's 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 think about what the outcomes are for our industry. Um, a lot of a lot of. Our, our client base invests in all kinds of real estate, and some of them like parking garages. And uh, just not too long ago, I was asked by one client if uh, I could address their, their, their board about something they heard, which was that the AEVs uh, are going to replace cars, so many cars that uh, we won't need all of these garages. They'll be, you know, basically wastelands. And that upset the real estate investors quite a bit. So I, I had to come in and talk to them and explain that the guy who said that is a is basically a science fiction person, uh, didn't recognize that we still have to move uh, people and things. Um, and on top of it, rush hour doesn't really go away. I mean, maybe it's a little less of a of a of a crunch time driving through the traffic these days. Maybe even as every as we get into herd immunity. We don't have it ever again as bad rush hours as we used to, but you're always going to have peaks and valleys in traffic during the day. And <clears throat> for peak demand, you need to have a peak supply of cars. You can't just tell people they're going to have to wait three or four hours to get a ride someplace. Well, and if you <laughs> yeah, if you want to, uh, you know, take a look at that. If if you only needed half the parking spaces, then I would take half that parking garage. And make it an Amazon uh, last mile distribution center, right? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> location, location, location. Real estate. You're going to be fine with the parking garages, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I uh, 
It's funny you say that, but in Chicago, I was working at the Millennium Park. Uh, Millennium Park has a parking garage. It's at the end of Michigan Avenue, and uh, it goes down a couple of stories. It's flat. It doesn't have a ramp. Okay. And uh, what we proposed to do, and we've struggled with city regulations. And the problem in many cities is you can't easily repurpose commercial real estate into industrial. There's all kinds of rules and regulations that, that don't even exist to allow you to be able to do that. But we showed that to Amazon and they loved the idea. And unfortunately, the regulations have made it very difficult to execute. But that's exactly exactly what I have in mind. There lies the opportunity. Exactly. Hey, Walter, great catching up with you this morning. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Hey, take care, man. See you.